Hello and welcome to Credit Conversations with Savaskia. Changing generations by increasing credit scores one point at a time, where we are providing education, inspiration, restoration. You will hear future topics like credit and debt elimination, credit and asset building, building generational wealth, credit and financial literacy, credit and dating. So get ready and let's have a conversation with Savaskia now. Hello, welcome to Credit Conversations with Savaskia, podcast number five. Oh, it is still a new year, very new. And guess what? It is all for you. Thank you so much. Thank you for my guests. Thank you for those who are learning about this podcast. And you are now beginning to tune in and learn some valuable, wonderful information. You know, I created this platform where, you know, I wanted people to discover that credit was their asset, you know, which impacts their finances, budget, network, debt, savings, and wealth building. And I often say when I start this podcast, and I want to start out this conversation with a word of the day. All right, let's get ready. Now, before I share that, I want you to make sure that you have your pen and paper and take some copious notes. Uh, I like to share a lot of information, and you may see something that really grabs your attention. And I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to take note of that. So let's get ready and share the word of the day. Focus. Ah, yes, focus. What is focus? Well, in my own words, focus is giving attention to that which is important. And in order to concentrate on one thing, you must, by default, ignore many other things. And of course, I know we have many things that we do. I know that we... um, multitask. I know that we have many commitments and obligations, but as I always say, keep the main thing the main thing. And so we want to give focus. You know, focus can only occur when we have said yes to one option and no to all other options. In other words, elimination is a prerequisite for the word focus. Tim Ferriss would say, what you don't do determines what you can do. Do you believe that? Because, you know, our focus can really get turned around to go do something else versus what we really should be doing. And of course, focus doesn't require a permanent no, but it does require a present no. No, I can't do that right now 
no, I cannot attend to that right now because right now this is where my focus needs to be. And so you always have the option to do something else later. So, but in the present moment, focus requires that you only do one thing. Because when you focus, it is the key to your productivity. Because saying no to every other option, listen, it unlocks your ability to accomplish the one thing that is left and the one thing that is very important. Now for the important question, what can we do to focus on the things that matter and ignore the things that don't? So you can take some copious notes to yourself and ask yourself that question. So for today's podcast, I want to move on and I want to talk about uh, credit and money mindset. Last week, we talked about credit and debt management. This week, we want to talk about credit and money mindset. You know, your credit says a lot, really, about your money mindset. You know, people who have a healthy money mindset believe things like this. As I was reading an article, I have the freedom to spend, but I can also tell myself no to a purchase. I enjoy helping others who are struggling by giving generously. I don't have to compare myself to others. It's possible to achieve my financial goals. You see, your money mindset shapes the way you feel about debt, which often affects your credit. Because the way you feel about debt is how you spend your credit. You basically have to uh, develop a relationship with your money, right? And so your attitude toward people who make more or less money than you how easily you can give, and then your ability to invest with confidence and more. And so this money mindset, it, it, it really gets deep because when we can really look at money and we can look at mindset and we can actually look at two of those words as not even being uh, similar or identical twins, right? I mean, mindset can be wealth, um, your mindset can be credit, it could be relationships, it could be your health. Those all the type of things can tie to your mindset. And your money could be, what does your money say about you? What does your money think about you? What is your money speaking to you? If I put a $100 bill in front of you right now, what would that money say to you? Would that money say spend? Would that money say save? Would that money say invest? 
And so when we look at our mindset, we can say that our mindset then is a lens through which you view the world. The world that you look at, like a pair of sunglasses. It can slightly alter what you see and what you think about it. Hmm. Think about that for a minute, yeah. You see, mindsets are comprised of beliefs, perceptions, and attitudes that inform your thoughts and your decisions. Different mindsets are an important part of your toolkit for success. Like glasses, they can obscure your path or they can bring clarity to the road ahead. So what we want to do is when we look at a money mindset, we want to make sure that we're cultivating a healthy wealth mindset that will help you to stick to your financial goals and help you to find even more ways to increase your earning potential so that overall it's going to affect your financial well-being. And so what habits and beliefs do we hold on to about money? I remember when I was growing up a little girl in my household at the age of 14 years old in my first summer job, I was the only one that had a savings account. I My money said about to me, don't spend it, hold on to it, right? And so a lot of times our habits and our beliefs, how we hold on to money, it really has an impact on our past experience and how we've dealt with money. And believe it or not, we've all done it. But the good news is that you can learn how to better have better money habits and how to have a money mindset change. And so when we look at our past experiences, you know, we had a poor mindset. I was there, even though it was times in my life when I had a good mindset. But I had some poor mindsets. And, you know, when you have a poor mindset, any of the following can happen. Thinking that earning money is wrong, that it can be done without little effort, or even thinking that you'll never climb out of that pit of debt. Or that you just don't have the special or the secret sauce, right? That it takes to increase your cash flow. Or even thinking you don't even deserve money. You don't even think that money should even be uh, a part of your asset. Because you have convinced yourself with your mind that you don't even deserve it. You see, so this mindset then begins to undermine your money goals and it will actively drive wealth away from you unless you work to counteract it. Oh, this is some good stuff today. I hope you are having your pen in your hand and you are taking some copious notes. Now, many of you heard of this one word. I want to share with you, maybe you've heard of it. It's called the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. The law of attraction states that, like, attracts, likes. Uh, The law of attraction is it attracts what it likes, right? So in other words, our thoughts and our actions attract similar thoughts 
and actions. So it attracts what you like. Now, I've never heard anybody say, I don't like money. Like, I don't want money at all. Now, I've never heard anybody. But I have heard someone say, I sure could use some more money, right? And so the law of attraction says that I mind that it attracts what it likes. And so if you think positive thoughts, then positive things will happen. Yes, somebody say amen. So if you think about creating wealth, you will bring more wealth into your life. But if you think about being broke, then what you think you're going to attract? Broke people, broke habits, broke solutions. I tell you, when I got on this journey and... um, I begin to tell people often in my in my circle, you know, I want to remind my uh, uh, surround myself, remind myself, and sur- and uh, surround myself with millionaires. In other words, I want to bring people around me that have more than I have. And so, if you think about creating wealth, you will bring more wealth into your life. And that is exactly what I've done. I have surrounded myself with six-figure earners, uh, seven-figure earners, and millionaires. Because you've got to foster positive thoughts of wealth and abundance in your money mindset. If you dwell on the negative, you're going to get discouraged. And I don't want you to give up on your dreams. I really don't. So... I want to share this with you. It says, you can start right now by erasing those negative thoughts from your mind and replace them with some thoughts like, I call them positive affirmations. Start speaking, I will be rich. I am good enough. And you are. I can succeed. You want to have have a healthy money mindset. And and if you dig deeper into stories, I've often um, heard stories of wealthy people, and and they would begin to share with me. And I noticed they all had a a familiar a familiar pattern uh, in some of the words they would share. Uh, and so can I share with some of those things that they shared with me? Rarely will a wealthy person be able to boil down their success to uh, some single miraculous moment. Instead, they cite their mindset as the biggest reason for their prosperity. You see, a wealth mindset is a set of beliefs, habits, and behaviors that separates the wealthy from the rest. Oh, yes. A wealth mindset will guide you to make the most of the money you have. But it doesn't come easy. A wealth mindset means spending less, making wise investments, and looking for ways to improve financial standing with minimal risk. And the good news is that there is some good news. The good news is that with a little dedication, anyone can develop this mindset. Are you ready? 
Do you believe you can? I believe you can. And let me just, you know, just for a second, uh, let me just go back and share some things uh, that, that I learned about a money mindset. So I want to give you three words. Grow, manage my time. Grow, manage my time. Money likes to grow like a tree has leaves on it. Money likes to move. Money likes to earn compound interest. Money likes to save and be available when it's needed. Money likes to increase. Manage. Money likes to be mastered. Money likes to invest. Money does not like to be lost. Money likes to be budgeted. Money wants to generate and multiply. So my time equals money likes to create multiple streams of income. So what does my time and my mind think about? It's really the mindset. Money is not the issue. So my mindset is going to help us to not be afraid to improve our credit score so that we can look at our debts look at our spending habits, look at our balances, and look at our money mindset. Let me tell you a story for a second. This is a true story. All of my stories are true. But this one just blew me away. And I remember before I retired, I was talking to uh, one of my coworkers who was not even at the time conscious of her money mindset. And she was spending as much as $250 per week on eating out. I know that's blown you away. That calculates to $1,000 a month. What could you do with $1,000 a month right now if you're too like that coworker and you're spending $250 a week? Mm -hmm. See, developing a money mindset requires us to break some money habits. I was reading another article the other day and it was talking about examining your financial beliefs. And so... As I was reading the article, I thought about, you know, how, you know, as we manage our beliefs about money, it often impacts us to be better stewards, but it also impacts our credit. So let me share with you this first uh, negative belief. This is a negative belief. Wealthy people are materialistic or ungodly. Now, I have a question. If this was your mindset, why would God give Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, King Solomon, 
the power to get wealth. You see, God's reason for granting wealth is revealed in Deuteronomy 8 and 18. He says, you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant with you. And so we want to understand that our money mindset can have a specific purpose for which God wants us to see. So we want to replace that negative belief, right? As God blesses you, as God blesses me with more income, understand the purpose for you is to use this to enable yourself to do more and to improve the quality of other people's lives. God doesn't just simply bless us and give us money, but he blesses us to bless somebody else. Anything God has given to me, it is so that I can bless somebody else. See, that's a mindset change. When you understand that he has given you the power to get wealth so that you can bless somebody else. Negative belief number two. If I have an abundance, my family and friends might envy me. Listen, whether you have an abundance or not, your family and friends, they still might envy you, right? So people respond to you on how you handle and management. Now, if you brag about it, of course people are going to, you're going to turn some people off. But I have learned, you know, to don't let that uh, don't let your self-worth decrease just because your friend's net worth increase, right? You know, be willing to celebrate others and embrace that God will enable you to handle the abundance of what he gives you in a way that's going to inspire others, you know? Uh, negative belief number three, I'm afraid money's going to change who I am. Oh, boy, that's a good one there. I'm afraid. And yes, uh, I will say sometimes money has changed people. But, but let me share with you how, how that really happens now. How many know that money is not a change of character? Money, rather, is a revealer of who you are. Oh, my God. You know of many people that have won the lottery, but they didn't have the money mindset. But if they had known before they won that lottery and they had the money mindset, then they would have invested wisely. But then we've met people who have won the lottery and they did have the money mindset. And then they were able to continue to prosper. So knowing where you are is critical to know where you are going and where you want to go. So what's really important to you? I want you to think about this with the early beginnings in January. Think about what you want. What legacy do you want to create for your family? What will your money say about you when you get paid? What will your money say in the next 90 days? Six months. How about the end of 2021? So I want to give you some more, what I call some PowerPoints. I want you to be courageous 
to develop a strategy for changing your financial situation. I want you to be determined where you stand. And then I want you to establish wise priorities. I really think these things will help you. I want you to continue to set goals, but still go out and live. I want you to stay committed with consistency because staying committed with consistency is going to help to ensure that your plans match your money mindset behavior. And it's going to keep it in the forefront of your mind. Another thing that's going to help you with your money mindset is begin to read books that's going to influence your mind. Think about where you are now and where you want to be later. I was in a conference a few weeks ago, and I was challenged by the speaker with this question. He said, where do you want to be financially in your money mindset at the end of 2021? I began to share my goal. And then I was told to double it and then triple it. And what I learned with that exercise is a lot of times we think less of what we really can achieve because of our perception. So we have to set goals, be patient, and persevere, and, and create and have this unstoppable confidence. And so what I've learned, and I always like to share lessons learned, identify the things that robbed you of your confidence in your mindset, whether that's people, places, or things. Find things that build your confidence. I always like posting positive affirmations around my house. Stay with positive vibes to build rather than what others have said about you. And work on the things in which excel you, that excites you, that expands you, that gives you creativity, that gives you the action and creates that confidence. And finally, I want you to step into your biggest fear, and that's your mind so that you can find your greatest purpose. It is waiting for you, and you will never lose it if you find a way to win. So thank you for joining me today on an introduction on credit. I look forward to be back with you again. See you next time. In the meantime, remember, credit is your asset.